The Jet Sweep Show. With your co-hosts, it's Harris Todd and Josh Smokey L. Nelson. Presented by True North Fantasy Football. Welcome, Eagles fans. Welcome, Cowboys fans. Welcome, football fans. And welcome, fantasy football fans as well. We also welcome friends and family. That's cool, too. If you don't know what we're talking about, we'll still let you watch the show. It's myself, it's Harris Time, and my co-host, Josh Smokey Nelson. Josh how are you doing, man? Aren't you aren't you happy you guys uh, that the Dallas Cowboys signed Greg the Leg this offseason? It's been the <laughs> best thing going for you guys, isn't it? Man, I'm just like saying it right now with how bad this game is, it might end up 15-14 for Dallas at the end, all off field goals. <laughs> got, it's gross. You know what? Denucci to fuck, man. So everybody that's tuning in right now probably wants a welcome distraction that isn't that football game. I got two things. That's us. Got two (laughs) things that I need to talk about, though. One, why is the NFL subjecting us to this crap? And why didn't they flex out this game? Right? Why didn't they flex out the game? Literally any other game would have been better. Any other game would have been fine. That's number that's number one. I'm not gonna we don't want to talk about this game. The Danucci sidearm thing, that's like a nervous Uh. twitch, I think. And uh, honestly, I I can't even comment on it. The second thing I've got to ask is what's up with Zeke? What is wrong with Zeke? Like all this time, was it really that O-line that was holding him up, or is there something more here? Like, what's going on with him? I don't know if it's a combination of play calling him just trying to do too much, him just getting it in his own head that he's trying to lead this team, but uh, just it ain't it. And it's, it's distressing. I I have a couple shares of Zeke and (laughs) I mean, it's hard enough being a Cowboys fan right now, but having shares of Zeke in fantasy, Ooh, it's frustrating, man. You can't, you can't sell him right now. His, His value is at probably a lower point in his career, even though he's still, top top five top 10 dynasty at very very worst yeah and his metrics this season i mean i haven't been horrible terrible. when you look at the fantasy score but it's not the zeke that we're that we're accustomed to no. and it's, it also just doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of it's your best player it's your why why aren't you running him it doesn't make any sense and this game is prime example they're doing all this trick crap and like just play football man just give the ball to zeke let him pound it and if yeah. he's hurt, get po- like get Pollard involved more. You know what I mean? Smash like, just, mouth, man. Just ram it down them. We saw that today with the with the Ravens, and I mean, it's always tough yeah, when you see these. Dobbins. Yeah, the Dob Goblin. He's looking. Ooh, he looking looked good. fantastic. We still came out with the win, but man, the Dob Goblin looks good. It's only a matter of time before uh, Greg Roman and the boys, um, I think, hand that hand that over to him. Oh, but, he's the number one man, talent wise. He is the number one in Baltimore. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, it is always sad when we see iconic franchises struggling. Like we see this um, excuse of a sorry excuse for a football game going on right now. We know that they're giving it their alls, but it's painful to watch. Another team too, another iconic team that's really just a uh, big question mark. It's got to be the Detroit Lions right now. Like NFC North, what is going on? Um, bad news out of there today. Yeah. Oh man, Babytron going down. Sexy, uh, no more sexy sacks, man. In uh, in Motown, we know that uh, 
You know, there's been big question marks about Galladay in terms of him coming back to the Lions, in terms of him getting a new contract. Ugh, smoke. He's what? earned it. He's earned it, man. He's earned the contract. What more does he have to do to earn a contract from this team? Is it a situation where it's him or Patricia? Like, I know who I well, would take. I know who the Lions would take. Oh, anyone who has any sane logic in them. I mean, Patricia should be gone. He should be gone already. But at some point in this year, the dominoes are starting to fall around the league. I'm hoping that it's going to, you know, weave its way through Detroit and he's going to be gone. Uh, because they'd be fools to let go of Galladay. But uh, Jason Luckamfora, uh, an NFL reporter for CBC, <laughs> CBS Sports, uh, dropped a tidbit on TV today saying that Mr. Kenny G was not at the team facility on Saturday, and they had to track him down. Uh, wow. He wants a new contract. Yeah, and like I said, he's earned it, man. Uh, but, you know, could Detroit cut bait on a 27-year-old just entering his prime? I mean, what other teams would be a good fit? I mean, this guy... Anybody what, but the Lions? Yeah, I mean, like, he is great. And he could return, I mean, at least at least a second-round pick. But, I mean, come on, you could get... I mean, you could probably get a first from a desperate team that is looking to make a push here. But what do you, what do you think about the situation? I think I think it's a matter of Gallaudet's going to push this Patricia pencil boy uh, narrative over the edge. I think that you you drafted... You actually drafted well. You drafted a good prospect that's showing well... Um, not given a lot of help there in, in Detroit. And what more do we need to see out of uh, Kenny Galladay to kind of prove that he's a wide receiver one? When you look at his uh, his numbers so far this season, I mean, he is on that verge of uh, WR2, WR1. He's not content with what's going on there. They're also not forcing the ball to um, Kenny G as well. I mean, mm -hmm. this is kind of an enigma offense, not in a good way. It's not a like... <laughs> not hey like it keeps you guessing it's hey what the hell is going on like why why aren't you forcing the ball to your best players uh, deandre swift kenny galladay tj hawkinson it just just doesn't make sense um, no you know? none of it makes sense Fucking so crazy. i think that it's going to be the like if if galladay plays hardball here it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be patricia that has to hit the road and if not yes. it's a serious long road that the detroit lions have to face but i mean i guess detroit's used to this i feel for detroit fans man they are wasting talent there like is it is it that hard just to give the like you said give the ball to your best players and watch the best things happen how, how much more simple can it be yeah. i mean I mean, it's it seems like a really good idea, and that brings us to our our next good idea. segment for all of us that great grew idea. up in the '90s and I guess in the '80s as well. There was a show called Animaniacs, and there was a segment called Good Idea, Bad Idea, and it was pretty pretty straightforward. They showed a good idea, something that's really obviously good, and then a bad idea, something that's really obviously bad. So I'll kick it off. Good yeah. idea, light. Light bulb, good idea for me this week was picking up Seattle backs. They are one of the run heaviest teams in the league. And Chris Carson is uh, eternally banged up, but he almost had like this season, he almost has this like Matt Breda like ability just to like to play through just about anything. Um, but this week we thought that, you know, he would be out. He's already like miraculously came back from what was it, an MCL sprain, I believe. And like, yeah, it was 50 50. 
is crazy. <laughs> and then this week with a, I think it was a mid foot sprain. He yeah. was, uh, he was 50, 50 to show, but you know, we know that Seattle runs the ball. Uh, we knew that, that you know, against, uh, <clears throat> against San Francisco, that it'd probably be a run heavy, uh, game. And, and so it was, so it was a good idea to go out and pick up one of the, you know, pick up, pick up Carlos Hyde. He was the guy, you know, he's coming off a thousand yard rushing season, probably one of the quietest thousand yard rushing seasons in Houston where they let him pound the rock, similar to what we can expect kind of in the usage in Seattle. But the bad idea was picking up the wrong Seattle back. And it's really a learning lesson here in these oh. ambiguous. Yeah, it's a really a learning lesson here in these ambiguous backfields is if you have the roster space, get both guys, yeah. get all three guys. You know, usually it doesn't cost you anything more uh, because the, most of the fab will be going towards that top guy in Carlos Hyde. And if you have the roster spot to slide in, a uh, DJ Dallas, it, it doesn't hurt at all. And, you know, it, it's the way that the waivers ran this week that we thought Carlos Hyde was going to be in and then he's ruled out late. And then there was no chance that DJ Dallas was available for you. So just a, you know, a learning there. It's a pick up both guys if you have the space and always be gunning for that second guy in the ambiguous backfield. I look at, you know, I look at the Seattle situation, but I also look over to, San Francisco, right? You know, picking up uh, picking up Hasty. Then why not add Coleman as well if you have that space? Sometimes we're, I understand that we're not at the luxury to have that roster space, but why not? So that was my good idea, bad idea. But the good thing is, is I actually listened to my own advice for once, and I had DJ ready to rock on ah. squads. What about you? What was uh, what was your good idea, bad idea for the week? Well, my good idea is seeing the signs of players rise or fall and being ahead of it. That is the key. I mean, uh, for example, you look at a guy like Kenyon Drake. I mean, his fall has already begun. His value is falling. And we, if you were listening to me and Will, I mean, come on. We told you. We told you weeks ago, man. And uh, you know what? Edmonds is the number one. The number one. Yeah. So being seeing the signs of that coming and being ahead of it, or you know, just listening to the Jet Sweep show, uh, that's always that's, a good. That's a good idea. Oh, that's that's always a good idea. You're right. <laughs> but uh, you know, another guy, Antonio Brown. If you have shares of this guy, his value has not peaked yet. Just wait no. until after his first game next week. Okay. Godwin's Godwin's likely going to be out still following the finger surgery, and Brady loves AB. He loves uh, him. He, he uh, just moved him into his house. Hey, I talked about this. We've been talking about AB for a while. I'm a Steelers fan. Obviously, how things ended there wasn't, wasn't good, but the guy is one of the best wide receivers maybe in the history of the game. He Top has, 10, easily. He, has not, he did not lose a step when he was playing for New England whatsoever. He was able to pick up what has been known in the league as one of the most difficult playbooks to, to learn in, what, less than a month? came in was automatically the number one target for Tom Brady in that offense. For those of you that are like, that aren't bought into a B being relevant. As soon as he comes in to start playing for Tampa Bay, you need to check yourself. You are like, oh, you wreck yourself and you, your fantasy teams. Seriously. You're, you're letting the, the, the person overshadow fantasy production. And that's not how you win championships. Antonio Brown will come in, be the number one target there because Godwin is hurt. I believe it's a hand, a hand fracture. 
Am, am I right? Uh, yeah, his finger, I believe. Mike Evans is banged up. There's some kind of weird voodoo going on between him and Tom. Not sure. Don't need to figure it out because we don't. AB's going to come in there and he's going to absolutely rock and roll. Yes. His value is still low. I'm still getting him tossed into deals. for. for oh, yes. For, yes. For, for literally nothing, right? Because I think people are thinking, hey, this is the time to cash out, you know, and, and it's a good idea before he ever plays a game because if AB falls flat on his face in game one, his value goes down. Sometimes Zero. the most valuable time to sell a player, to trade a player, to use the proper verbiage, is before they ever play a game. I understand that. But you look at the situation, you look at the volume and the connection that AB is going to have with Tom Brady as soon as he steps into it. And I believe who do they who do they face too? I think it's a it's a plus matchup as well. I think it's Saints, isn't it? The Saints. Yeah. I, absolutely. Like this is a it's a no brainer situation. This fantasy football stuff doesn't have to be hard. You can no. still get AB at a discount as soon as he goes off against the Saints and becomes Tom Brady's number one target in the first game that they play together. That price goes through the roof, sky high, and that's sky high. what. Like you have to, yes. <laughs> so this is what you have to recognize and be ahead of it. Just know he is a volatile asset. He is supremely talented, like Will has said, and you know anyone with eyes can see. But he is a volatile asset, but useful to someone who is a contender. So after that big totally. blow up game, put him on the block. If a guy will come calling and offer you enough for him, so worth it. Because like Will said, you're still getting him throwing in on deals. So just recognize that. That is got my him, good idea. Got him through even in Dynasty. It doesn't even have to be season long, right? Like I just I just did I just did a deal for um I just did a deal where I traded away Baker. Whew, dodged a bullet there. But I got A B thrown in. Perfect. Not Love because it. my team's contending, but because you'll have two or three games and you can ship them to a contender. Yeah, you just need to win on a week-by-week -week basis, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I completely – sorry, I went on a total A-B rant. But <laughs> I, I'm, That'll I'm, happen. I'm pumped for that guy to come back, just for the football side of it, the personal side of it. We're going to see some plays. It's an absolute disaster, but this guy is one of the best wide receivers ever. Yeah. Ever. Sorry, I cracked in. Did you have a bad idea as well? Yeah, interrupting your co-host. <laughs> What really is a bad idea is hiring some of these team doctors in the league these days. Man, did you hear about the Trent Brown situation? I mean, for those who haven't heard, uh, Trent Brown had a situation with his pregame IV that resulted basically in an air embolism. And air entering your bloodstream is a very dangerous emergency. And this is not the first we've seen this season. I mean... Justin Herbert, he got his surprise start when the Chargers doctor punctured Ty God Taylor's lung. A mistake. Mistake. Like, yeah. Oh, they had some Herbert shares on their rosters, man. But I mean, I, I don't remember a season with this level of preventable life-threatening medical issues happening. Like, like it's, is it just me or does this seem careless? Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I don't know, man. Certainly, I think that it's not a story that we talk about enough. I look at, you know, when you even just start talking about the Washington uh, scandals alone in the in the medical room, like nobody talks about that, which is very distressing. You know, uh, they the misdiagnosis, they infect the secondary infections. 
Yeah. And just the treatment of knee injuries just from that team alone. So it's something that, you know, these it's, are real. It's elsewhere, man. Oh, they're totally. just, they got the spotlight on it. Totally. Totally. It's, it's super scary to think about because there's real players, real people on the, on the line here that are going out there. Right. So it's not good, man. Yeah. That's, that's a bad idea. Good. Hiring some of these guys, man, get your shit in line, man. Yeah, these let's, are people's let's, lives. Let's cut out the old boys club and you know yeah, move screw forward, football, man. There's Absolutely. there's there's insane medical talent out there. Get them on these teams, man. It's true. Uh, it's true. Got a got a question here from the uh, crowd. Dylan's asking. Uh, mm. Is only like 13, 13 points in PPR in this season? I'm going to take that <laughs> for a free agent ad. Come on. Yeah, and who is lifting off and crash landing? This is a guy that we expected to put up a 13 uh, points a game at least when he came in the league. For me, that's Tennessee Titans Corey Davis, who absolutely went to town this week, probably flirting in the top five uh, wide receivers this week. And you know, don't look now, but he's had two weeks of uh, eight targets. Um, Sorry, he had 10 targets. Both the last two weeks, he had eight receptions for 128 yards and a tutter for almost mm-hmm. 27 fantasy points. So what's really interesting to me there is that Tannehill's throwing the ball around and he's spreading this ball to more than just Johnny Smith and uh, and our boy A.J. Brown. So really interesting development there. Corey Davis, we know the talent coming in. I think that he just had a lot of pressure on him. And now that maybe that some of that pressure is off of him with a better team around him with AJ Brown, with Tannehill now there, um, you know, he's a guy that's lifting off and still available in, in league. So if you need WR help, I would be going out and getting um, Corey Davis of the Tennessee Titans and then absolutely crash landing. This is a tough one to kind of talk about, but I think that we got to get it out there. It's Jonathan Taylor. Um Ugh. I need uh, I need our boy uh, JD the Goat District to tell me what's going on in these Colts games because when you're looking at box scores and as people are tweeting me and texting me about why the hell did you make me take Jonathan Taylor in the third and fourth rounds of my fantasy draft I've got a lot of questions to answer but you look there the usage looks it looked okay yeah frustrating <laughs> you now. know he's still you know what is he top top three or four in breakaway run rates. He's been really efficient when given targets, but we saw Naheem Hines and Wilkins have an absolute day-to-day on what, for me, I was queuing up as a massive Jonathan Taylor day. So I'm a bit bit concerned here. It is, you know, I thought maybe Jonathan Taylor would be like a Nick Chubb story from a couple of when Nick Chubb came out. He just needed touches. He just needed, yes, you know, he just needed more touches, needs more volume. And, you know, when Chubb was given that, he absolutely took off and was a league winner. I'm not dropping Taylor, but I'm, oh, oh, God, no, 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 no. I'm concerned. I need to, I need to watch that game and understand exactly what's, uh, what's going on there. What about you, Smokey? What are what are your thoughts? Who's lifting off for you this week? Well, you already touched on him earlier, and uh, I I put him in my lifting off because I also had him as my uh, one of my running back 
passes this week, and that's DJ Dallas. Um, I said I said he was fool's gold, and I was completely wrong about that. Uh, he put up 41 rushing yards for a rushing touchdown and five receptions for 17 and uh, a receiving touchdown. Uh, I, I was wrong. Like I said, I predicted fool's gold, but I was the fool. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks running backs. I mean, they're banged up as usual, man. This is this is a pretty reoccurring theme, and they're they're worth a they're worth a starting roster spot if they're getting the work and uh, like you mentioned before man if he's available you got to grab him grab them all if you can like you said yeah, yeah if you have the roster depth but he's shown his it's talent gonna be, today. yeah i think i think too in that seattle situation that they're going to try to keep carson as healthy as possible um till the he's end of the limiting season those snaps limiting those touches yeah, so I would imagine that DJ is going to play a role um, going a lot going of second half work as well. So if he's still out there, which he, I think that he is available in like seventy five percent of leagues for some reason, I would just pick him up for insurance. Um, Carson seems to want to push his way. He was he was asking Pete Carroll to play in this game. Like, yeah, he, he wants to come he back, man. He's hungry. To come back. So go and get DJ. Um, and I think that, he's worth uh, a flex spot at least. Yeah, for, for sure, and you know who knows what happens with uh, with Carson and and with uh, with Hyde. So we're going to talk. I'm gonna. Uh, Smokey doesn't know that I'm doing this, but uh, we've got some really exciting. Uh, before we get into our touchdown dance segment, Ooh. sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight, which we're gonna do one last dance uh, to highlight your TV dance picks for Monday night. We. Uh, we <laughs> <laughs> yeah look at that so a couple points about this <laughs> is that obviously this is uh furious george so this is monkey knife fights uh mascot uh smoky is doing his best impersonation which is just absolutely <laughs> striking um that uh, that he's able to pull this off so accurately but also i wanted to note in the center of that photo is the shirt that smoky is wearing right now that is the Jet Sweep show. We've got our own shirt. And yeah, we do. This is part of the True North uh, Fantasy Football Collection at Viridian Global. That's that's my company. And you can go there and, and get it. Smokey, why don't you just tell me about the shirt for two seconds, and then we'll keep rocking and rolling into uh, the uh, MKF TD dance picks for tomorrow night. Well, I got to say, man, I've gotten several pieces from Viridian now, and it is just the comfiest. I literally have not stopped wearing it since it's come in. Uh, the only time I've taken it off is for showers and to go to work. But uh, here, let me just stand up and uh, display this for the people that are watching. <laughs> got to get my level straight here. For the people watching on the video live stream here, this is one of the Jet Sweep Show pieces, and it is just Oof. beautiful. Oh, look at that. It's so comfy, and look at this. I'm... Kind of a svelte person. <laughs> but look at this. These shirts make me look jacked. I you love do, it. You do look you do look pretty svelte and man. jacked. Yeah, you've been work been working out. Big oh. shout out to uh Minshew Brothis, <laughs> uh co-founder with me of Viridian, who did that uh kick ass design and yes, amazing. Great job. And my wife is already trying to steal it. <laughs> so yeah, go check it out. Uh we also this is uh, okay side note like how this is a company that i own and run podcast that we formed together i'm in ontario you're in bc you get your shirt and trav got his shirt before i get mine <laughs> you still have your set 
I don't have my, I don't have my hat. Yeah. I don't have my hoodie. I'll talk to a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. I'm gonna Anyways, get it's coming. For you. Well, just sneak peek for everybody <laughs> that's out there. This is what's coming. Oh, yeah. Look at that hat. Yeah. Go sneak peek. Okay, let's go. We got to get these people back to the game. I know that we got to get you back to the game to watch these Cowboys. Denucci yeah. it up. Who we who we got for Monday night? We've got a we've got Tampa uh, versus the G, uh, the Giants. Sorry, and they are at MetLife yeah. in New York. Who you like? And I'll let you uh, I'll let you kick let it off because I did last time. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, I got this. So kicking it off, we are going to a guy that's seen a little bit of a slump in the last couple of weeks, but to start the season was so consistent. I mean, in the first five weeks, he put up six touchdowns. But as I said, he's been held off the scoreboard the last two weeks. And I'm talking about Mr. Mike Evans. And it's all about volume and opportunity here. Uh, Brady's on fire right now. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of crazy to think that he's still putting out numbers like this. Uh, but without Godwin and still a week away from Antonio Brown, as we were mentioning earlier, he's going to lean on Evans. Uh, the Giants are hot trash, man. And Evans should have no problem getting in the end zone at least once. At least. At least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I snuck the, snow sh uh, the uh, show sheet beforehand. Really smart move, putting your two picks so that I'm forced to take the Giants player. Really savvy savvy veteran move i got you <laughs> so and i actually wrote about this you can actually check out my monkey knife fight column it's dropping every saturday on the monkey knife fight blog where i highlight uh four games that uh, i really like the totals for and the touchdown possibilities for and i actually talked about this game because i always do in my um in my segment and there's only one giant that you can really trust against this. Actually, you cannot trust them at all. This is one of the best defenses in the league. They're in like they're letting up less than 300 total yards every single game. Their run D is really good, and their uh, secondary has been absolutely shut down. And they're you know we've got a big enough sample size that we know they're for real. Only only guy that I can see doing a dance is Darius Slayton. Uh, yes. And the reason for this is that Herbert took this defense to town for 250-plus yard tutters. Mm -hmm. And we know that Daniel Jones can throw it deep. He's accurate when he throws it deep. And he has a tendency to do some YOLO balls. And on the, on the receiving end of those YOLO bar balls is Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton is also – he's not just a deep threat. They're using him all over the field. So he's their best and – potentially only real weapon that can get behind this uh this tampa defense so i'm gonna flip it back over to you who's your final monkey knife fight last dance pick shout out to nick and all the people at monkey knife fight man they had a huge week this week man like huge huge week if you haven't heard they struck a deal with um i can't remember the company but they represent a lot of different um players associations for different leagues uh, around the world and that is absolutely huge players taking a, uh, a partnership with this so kudos to nick and everyone in monkey knife fight we absolutely love you if you're watching the video stream yes my hat is monkey knife fight uh i did an unboxing video that's going to be dropping soon uh for some monkey knife fight swag and uh, a couple other different things too so be able to look out for that but i love the slayton call but my second pick for the uh Monkey Knife Fight Touchdown Dance is going to be Uncle Lenny. Yes. Uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, last week, he led the team in snap percentage with 56%. Uh, and he settled into being Brady's pass catching back. And with an 86.7% catch rate, that puts him top 10 in the league. 
So uh, look for Uncle Lenny to get a receiving touchdown Monday night. We 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 know what Brady does with uh, pass catching running backs. Man. Absolutely. Ro- Rojo's still going to get his. He's great, he- and he's been better than I thought he's going to be. But Uncle Lenny's going to get his, man. You all, you also what we saw last week. So the pass catching is very encouraging. But we also saw last year. Last week was uh, Uncle Lenny's snap share was above Rojo's. And I, I'm going to say it. Leonard Fournette's a better running back. Oh, absolutely. He's Come on. Okay, so uh, we've got a football game to get back to. Yeah. And I'm starting Uncle Lenny everywhere. I love that TD dance pick. I think he's going to take it to the house for two. He's going to take a receiving and a rushing. Ooh, spicy. But love it. Puff, puff, pass. How are we looking? Holy Christ. Uh, thankfully, this is going to be a short segment this week because uh, this was one of those weeks where pretty much – Every call you make backfires. Uh, the process was good, but not great. So I have a lot to improve on for next week. But like, I mean, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I thought was going to have a monster week, like you were saying, man. Uh, but that unfortunately did not come to pass. Uh, the guy I said to pass, uh, DJ Dallas, he had a great week. Uh, it was just, yeah, not not a great week for Puff Puff Pass. So we're just going to have to dig into that process a little bit, shape some things up and look into it. But uh, you know what? We'll improve next week and come back and be on fire. <laughs> That's right, man. It's, it's sometimes that process over results. Right? Yep. We are not infallible. <laughs> oh, come on. Really, Brian? You're into Rojo? I'm not even. It's, I think it's a cloud people thing. Yeah. you got to be tall to love Rojo. Yeah. I just don't see it. Get it? Because I'm like this short. <laughs> Uncle, hey, if anybody wants to take me up on this, Uncle Lenny versus Rojo rest of the season. Just, Ooh. just holler at me at its hair's time. Let's figure something out. I would love yeah. to. I would love to do something with this. Let's see if the just the process, baby. That's right, Dave. All right, man. Bomb drop. What's what's dropping? I don't know. I'm I'm so thrown off by what has been happening to my Cowboys this season. I just I I've never been one that's wanting to do the tank, but I mean, right now we're kind of heading into a top ten pick, and if if I don't want us to make moves for a push this season. It's it'd be silly, it'd be useless. What are we gonna do? Sneak our way into the playoffs by like a, a half a game or something like that, and then just get absolutely walked on? And for what? Putting our team back in development? No, no, just wait for Dak to get back. Get that top ten pick. Get a piece of the O line to just plug in, fix that up again. Because when our O line is tops, you've seen what happens, man. And now we have the pieces. So just uh, as a Cowboys fan, uh, any fellow Cowboys fans out there, my bomb drop is uh, it's a dagger to the heart, but strap in. We're, we're getting it without lube. Uh, it's going to be a long season. Yeah. And just you're commit getting, to it, man. Just commit getting, to it. You're getting Nick Fold hard. Yeah. Just, just, like, just like that happened to me today. Uh, BDN, man. A BDN. Okay, so my bomb drop, I've already alluded to it, but I'm going to get out there and I'm going to say AB will be w a WR1 for the rest of the season with Godwin out. Ooh. That I don't my, hate that. that I don't my, hate that, man. That is my bomb drop. He will be 
when on his return, he will be a top five wide receiver for fantasy in game one. I love it. That's it. Okay. That's a truth bomb drop. Everybody, yeah, get out there and uh, you know pick up DJ Rager too. Do not leave. Do not leave waivers oh. this week without Jalen Rager. If, he looks if like he a baller. still on waivers. Slap yourselves. Yeah, like, I was. Come I was on, looking, man. I was looking at it before. His own. Um, his roster ship is just way, way too low. Keep an eye out on waivers for for him as well. And you know what? I hope next week that we can talk about a couple guys lifting off. I hope that Ceh can lift off. Yeah. As well as our as our guy uh, (laughs) Jonathan Taylor. Check out Uh, Smoke's article every Thursday on True North FFB. Give us a follow. We're you know our entire crew is doing really great work. Did I mess that up? Just no, no, no. That's that's what it usually was. But I'm actually going to push that uh, puff puff pass. <laughs> it's all good. I didn't even really announce this much yet. But I'm moving puff puff pass to Fridays now. It's going to give okay. me an extra day of practices to get my stuff dialed in and everything. And that's part of the process Perfect. that I'm going to be dialing in more because a couple of my guys didn't even end up playing this week because of late game reports and injuries and everything. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's going to be dropping on Fridays now. But Friday, you can check out. Well. You can check out True Norse uh, waiver wire article every Tuesday. Goodwill hunting that is written by yours truly drops every Tuesday for your waiver wires. And we are wishing you all a very happy and awesome second half. Ben DiNucci, ditch the sidearm. And until next week, we really appreciate y'all. And thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you. You're the best. We fucking love you. Thank you for tuning in to the Jet Sweet Show. Follow us on Twitter at Jet Sweet Show. And follow our co-host Will at It's Harris Time. And Smokey at TNFF underscore Smokey. Don't forget, you can find the Jet Sweet Show on Apple Music, Spotify, and everywhere else you can find podcasts.